I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Stu. And this is Bad Screenplays. We've been writing screenplays for years, but couldn't get anyone to read them. On each episode, I read an unsolicited script. And I read one. We pull them apart and decide if they're any good, but mostly try and have fun with them. Maybe these screenplays will attract attention or get greenlit by First Draft Productions, our own fictional production company. What, what, what's the end of that joke on, on the office where he's telling, telling and then someone walks over to him and he's like just hush, hushes to shut the joke down straight away oh god yeah um, oh yeah and they're like what would you say was it nah, nah, nah um. <laughs> it's, it's horrible isn't it it's so horrible <laughs> oh man I've been watching more of the Steve Carell um, office as well oh it's just great I, I still need to watch it you know yeah yeah I know we both um, enjoyed the same um, a documentary this week. We did. I'm, I'm, I watched two episodes of it. Yeah, murder. The Mormon murderers. The the more something like that. I can't believe that people would say to me, "Why have you got guns in your apartment?" <laughs> Anarchist cookbook. I had to turn what? my volume up to like ninety percent when that documentary started because he's he's speaking like this. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh yeah, it was. It was definitely you." Yeah, yeah, right. You got an um, anarchist cookbook. He's like, "What more do you need?" Dude, that. Um, uh, look, I, I'm not going to spoiler alert or anything. I'm sorry, but well, maybe I should. Spoiler alert. Um, oh, and actually, shit. No, you've only watched two episodes. I have watched two episodes. All oh, yeah. right, I'm not going to spoil it then. I can't. I can't say. Oh shit! I'll speak to you about it next episode. There you go. I did start. Uh, I did watch another great documentary on Netflix. Um, it's not really the type of stuff 
that I w- have ever listened to. Um, but it's a Biggie Smalls documentary. Have you seen it? Uh, Netflix is trying to get me to watch it. Yeah, I've seen uh, the promo for it. I haven't watched it, though. Oh, man, it's so good. Really? It's, it's so good, honestly. I've been, like, fairly dismissive of um, the whole scene, especially, like, 90s, like, hip-hop and stuff. Death Row I, I just, and all that. Yeah, I just saw it as, like, they're confrontational and people, like, wheeling guns around and being yeah. horrible to women. And, and it was just never really my scene. I was like, always listening to other stuff, you know. I was just listening to, like, dudes playing guitars and that. But um, this really sort of gives, gave me a massive insight into why it was so popular. And really? Where, where it come from and where he came from and why he was so good. To the point where I started listening to Biggie Smalls like, at like 37 years of age. Oh my gosh, wow. It's crazy. I, I, I can't recommend the documentary enough. It's so okay. good. Fantastic. Oh, great. All right. Uh, this is good as added to my list then. Yeah, really good. Because, you know, you, you, some artists who are just like the best in the genre sort of thing. And they, they're just head and shoulders above everybody else. Right, right. And that was, that was him. You know, he, just, he was just that good sort of thing. Do they say why he died? No, I think that's another film. No one actually, apparently, well, someone knows. But I, I haven't delved into the whole Tupac Biggie Smalls. Right. I think, I think that's the type of thing that's been done over, yeah, and, okay. over and over. So this is more focusing you know. on like him and his career and where he came from and the rest of it. Yeah, just as a kid, and then like his like ascension up until he was famous, and then they just say, oh, and then he was shot because of there's a feud, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. doesn't really give much, like, shine a light on that too much. It just talks more about the, the, the guy and, and his art. His cool, art, man. Stuff like that. His art? Really good, though. All right. Oh, nice. So <laughs> all I've got on my list is, <laughs> all I've got on my notes is Reddit, Man gets slapped back to factory settings. <laughs> Must have been a what? clip I enjoyed at some point, and I just wrote that down. <laughs> As like a, you got slapped so hard, you got slapped back to factory yeah. settings. Yeah, I think he's some little skinny. I remember he's like a skinny little, little scrot, and he was um, he was like squaring up to some eight foot bouncer, looked like the mountain. And he was just like, eh, and he kept getting closer and closer and he's dancing around. The bouncer's not moving. And then he, he goes like jabs him in the chest. The guy goes, bash. That's <laughs> a factory sentence. Yeah. And, the, and, you just, and the camera can't pan down quick enough to follow him. <laughs> and when he catches up, he's just going <laughs> on a drain cover. Oh, God. That's horrible. Fast asleep. Yeah, it's horrible. So that's all oh, I've got man. on my notes to write. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Slap back. To, I mean, I mean, you know. To be fair, I'm definitely going to use that all the time now. Right. Back to back factory to factory settings. settings. I started listening to it. Um, a new podcast. I've only listened to one episode. Listen to loads of new podcasts because I went ages without finding any. It's called um, the Battersea Poltergeist. It's a BBC one. What? And and it's do you know that the Battersea Poltergeist where the girl got flung across the room in like the 1960s? I think it was. What? No. Or in Battersea. I'm guessing, yeah. yeah. That, it wasn't was in Hackney, fake? was it? <laughs> Why wouldn't that be in Hackney? Because it's called the Battersea Poltergeist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise you were just being a dumbass. <laughs> no, I was, yeah. I was. Um, <laughs> no, I it's never heard the... that. So she gets, like, flung across. It was like a BBC documentary about this household that said that there's a poltergeist in the house. And, um it's proper famous. Like, look it up. You, I've, you will have definitely seen it, or you will have seen it like um, 
like referenced or, or like flashed up on like a doc, like a documentary or something right. like that. Um, but part of the footage, this girl gets picked up and thrown across the room and it's on camera and there's no one can really, what? no one's, no one's really like, explained it. But people say it's a hoax and people say it's not. Anyway, this guy goes and reopens it and investigates it and goes right through it all again. Um, but it's very, very well done. Really well done. Really? And it's creepy as fuck. It's really good. Yeah. Well, your last yeah. recommendation about that Chinese... Um, was it the Chinese one you told me to... Uh, was it the Vladislav... Um, oh, you're the Russians. Yeah. Did you listen to that? I did. Oh, man. What did you think? Yeah, it was great. It was really good. That guy, man. Yeah. Like, he's just immersing himself in in the culture. He sounds like a genius. Yeah. He does. He's terrifying, isn't he? Right. It's convinced me that um, Putin is basically just like the figureheads and that guy did most of the other stuff, you know? Yeah, it sounded like Putin was like some, he was just a mid-level KGB officer that, you know, never excelled, never shone, but he just, in the right place at the right time. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, We love Russia, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Of course we do. We do. We've got listeners all over the world now. We do, yeah. <laughs> we do, yeah, yeah. Apparently our podcast is ranking in India as well. Uh, like hello, the 134th top comedy podcast in India. In India. Thank you. Although, looking across our um, numbers from India, don't need that many listeners to be that, <laughs> that, that level in India. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we've got like hundreds and hundreds in America and the UK and we're like nowhere near <laughs> okay. well thanks India thanks, thanks thanks very much thanks India Um. okay so I've sent you a script you Fuck what's the script sake, called I, I, it's not even got a title it's it has L-O-T-R dash 2-T which I know what L-O-T-R means and what does 2 mean uh Oh, I don't know. Lord of the Rings 2. Oh, I saw it's that simple. There was yeah. already a Lord of the Rings 2 and a 3. There was three of them. Well, this is this is the new one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new Lord of the Rings uh, 2. God. <laughs> I, know, I know how much uh, you love fan fiction. I know. I know. Oh, fan. Okay. So, some mystical fan fiction... It's not even like Tarantino fan fiction. It's Lord no. of the Rings fan fiction. Okay, because no, that'd be giving you what you what you actually want, as opposed to what you really, really want, <laughs> as opposed to what I want you to read out. <laughs> I'm just scanning the first couple of lines here. You might have to help me out with some of these. Okay, here we go. Okay, Lord of the Rings two T. External Edoras day. <laughs> Yoan, is it Yuan? Is that Yuan? Aowen. Aowen? Yeah. Ugh. It's like the way the Irish spell. Like Q J R. You mean Siobhan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yoan runs out of the hall, weeping. <laughs> she looks away into the distance. A flag comes off its pole and it's carried by the breeze. Ioan sees riders coming towards Edoras. <laughs> Fuck it now. Okay, Edoras is silent and somber. Who's Ed? Oh, it's not a place, it's a person. Edoras. Do you recognise these names? Yeah, you've watched Lord of the Rings. I've, come, on. I, come on, I watched like 
No, no. Really, I know a wizard. And the hobbits went oh, to get the ring. But the little fella... <laughs> I'm not making this up. The little Smeagol fella got the ring. Yeah. He wanted to keep the ring. But then they ended up getting to the mountain. And they flung it into a volcano. Oh, fucking hell. Spoiler alert. Hey, got it. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I d- okay. All right. Um... I think Edoras is a place, I think. Oh, okay. Edoras is silent and somber. Everyone is dressed in black and staring at the newcomers in wary silence. Gimli. (laughs) You'll find more cheer in a graveyard. (laughs) As as Aragorn passes the entrance to Edoras, the flag floats down to land across his feet. He gets his feet entangled in it and he trips rather heavily. (laughs) Uh, The people start to giggle at the sight of Aragorn fumbling with the encompassing flag and spitting out dirt. Gimli, I see they haven't lost their sense of humour yet. (laughs) Do you know Gimli was like the dwarf in Lord of the Rings? Gimli? Oh, it's a wizard. Oh, the, the one with the axe. Yeah, and my um, axe. All right, Gimli. Um, I but you know, go on. The, the actor was a, a guy, a guy called John Reese Davis, and um, he was also the fez wearing Egyptian in a Raid to the Lost Ark. Same actor. Whoa. And he's Welsh. Is he really? When he played a, an Egyptian. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. I see they yeah. haven't lost their sense of humour yet. Says Gimli. (laughs) Aragorn gives him a look. Aragorn looks up at the hall and sees a lady in white standing on the steps. (laughs) She's trying to control her giggles. Aragorn looks up to the hall again, but the lady has disappeared. The company climbs up the stairs to the hall, but it's met by guards. Gandalf, I know this fella, he sees Hammer. Ah, Hammer. I cannot allow you before Theoden, King, so armed. Gandalf Graham, by order of Grima Wormtongue. Fuck off. God's sake. You love it. Like, uh, okay. Gandalf nods in understanding and signals for the others to surrender their weapons. Lower your weapons. Aragorn Aragorn hands over his sword and knives. Legoland gives a little twirl. (laughs) Legolas gives a little twirl to his knives and stabs his own palm. What a dick. Legolas, it actually sounds like like a female employee of Legoland, doesn't it? (laughs) Legolas! Yeah. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> the Lego Bane and the Lego Lass. Lego Lass. Yow! Says Lego Lass. <laughs> I can just yeah. I can just imagine someone with like a yellow t-shirt and like a red cap on or something though. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Lego Lass. Yeah, Lego Lass. Hi, uh, there's another outbreak of giggles. <laughs> Hammer glares at the guards, silencing them. Then, trying to be unseen, he lets out a little guffaw himself. (laughs) The guard motions towards Gimli's axe. 
my axe. <laughs> Gimli hands over his axes reluctantly. Oh. Hummer, gesturing to Gandalf. Your staff? Huh? Says Gandalf. Gandalf glances at his staff. But this is my prop. Prop? Says Hammer. Yeah, you know, to entertain the king. Let me show you. He does a Michael Jackson-ish little dance, complete with a moonwalk. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine him being the Kellen doing that. Yeah. Michael Jackson, though. I mean, Michael Jackson, he's... At this stage right now, in 2021, he's, he's genuinely he's just a terrifying figure, isn't he? But But... There's no... No one's agreed that. Like, you turn on Radio 2 and it's going, you know, Billy Jean. You're like, if this was really, uh, you know, Kevin Spacey, they tried to remove him from all these... You know, one accusation and they scrub you out. But they're happy to play Thriller. Yeah. And I I, I don't know what to think. I know. I I feel uneasy whenever I hear him. I, I, I put Michael Jackson in the same bracket as, like... Historical monsters like fucking Frankenstein and Dracula now. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you see people dressing up as him in Halloween in a hundred years. Oh, Michael Jackson. You know, like, some, like, terrifying, ghoulish, yeah. waxy predator skeleton. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, right. Burns out head. He's, he's just terrifying, isn't he? He really scares me. He is. It's just, I don't, I, you know, I'm sure, like, you, you watched the documentary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? And, oh, I, and you know, it's documentary, it's a documentary. It's not a court. But made a pretty good case. It made a, you know, made a pretty sort of watertight case. <laughs> yeah. I just, Macaulay I, has to, he knows oh, what goes on, what went on, right? Yeah. Down and John Ronson. And Kevin! Know, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I, I came out of that um, documentary, obviously, pretty, like, you know, just outraged. But um, it was those boys' parents who I was. I had so much like venom towards. I was right. just like, how and why would did you let this happen? You know, right. it's just. Ugh. I guess you get people get heady in the in the presence of fame and power. You know, mm. they not th- they don't. Th- I know. I completely with you. Like twenty twenty, you know, retrospe- You know, hindsight is twenty twenty, yeah. and. You go, what yeah. are you doing leaving your kid at his ranch? Uh, <laughs> oh, are you mad? Yeah. I wouldn't I mean, leave my car I, I, at his ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, wouldn't leave him with me pet fucking chimp. Yeah, yeah. But it, no, I'm, I'm with you. Him, him coming to their house for tea and sitting in the living room and watching TV with them and eating pizza. They go, fucking hell, Michael Jackson's in our house. I can't right. believe it. I can see why they were wooed by that I totally get it yeah and and how they were like blindsided but there must have been a stage where they've just gone mm, actually, right I haven't w- seen my son for two weeks like this yeah is, no, this Michael's taking me to Rio he's doing some shows down what yeah, yeah. you you can come you just stay in a different hotel <laughs> okay okay Rio mm. <laughs> I know, it's hot, it's so bad, it's so bad. Anyway, Gandalf doesn't mind, because he's just done a little Michael Jackson-ish dance. (laughs) Yes. Hammer hesitates for a second. 
and then gestures that they follow him into the hall. Gandalf gives Aragorn a tiny wink and enters the hall, leaning on Legolas's arm. Legolas. Grima, 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 leaning down and whispering to Theoden. My lord, Gandalf the Grey is coming. He is a herald of woe. <laughs> oh wait, Grima, is that the act? Is that the... No, that's Gimli. No, that was a, that was a good voice. He's like the slimy dude, isn't he? Is it? Oh, okay. He was the actor who's also in um, Deadwood as well. He's a doctor in Deadwood. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Gandalf, the courtesy of your hall is somewhat lessened of late, Theoden King. Theoden, weak voice. Inflation, old boy. Inflation. Have you seen the price of tomatoes? Horrible. Can't afford a decent sandwich. I'm starving. Now, what's it you want? As Gandalf approaches Theoden, Aragorn, Legolas and Gimli pull back and survey the hall and its hostile occupants. A group of men start to follow their steps with hostility. Grima, whispering to Theoden. He's not welcome. Theoden, doubtfully. He might be bringing a pizza? <laughs> what the okay, hell's so this going isn't, on? This isn't Lord of the Rings 2. Before we get too much further than that, um, uh, do, you, do you know much about the, um, the new Lord of the Rings TV series, the Amazon one? Uh, literally the first time I'm hearing about it. Oh, really? Okay. Right now. So, it's been in... I think it's it got announced in like 2017, something like that. <laughs> and then a lot of people were like excited, going, "Okay, you know, Amazon, are, you know, going to do presumably a big budget Lord of the Rings, whatever." I'm pretty, you know, big fan of Lord of the Rings, so I was a bit skeptical, thinking, "Fucking hell, really?" <laughs> um, yeah. Apparently, it's already the most expensive TV show ever made. What? And that's ju- that's just from the rights. That's before they even started making it. No so way. They, they spent two hundred and fifty million pounds on the rights for Lord of the Ring, and then they then they're going to start making it, and they reckon the production's going to go like over a billion or something like that. They haven't like, shot a frame yet. Like, this is going to be more expensive than the Crown. Oh God, yeah, it's going to be like it's going to be it, it, it's already more expensive than the Crown before they even like, <laughs> start to, to make costumes or anything like that. That's mad. Yeah. It's completely insane. There was a, a bit more between Netflix and Amazon, which hiked the price up massively. Oh wow! Um, which is just completely bonkers. But um, Jeez, man. so yeah, they reckon it's going to go way, way over a billion. Which is mm. just—it's just nuts. It's completely nuts. Where are they but, shooting it? Are they shooting it in Ireland or somewhere? No, it's in New Zealand where they filmed it. Um, oh, oh, the, the Lord of the Rings films. There's the thing when they bought the rights. The, the, um, the people who own the estates, the Tolkien estate, said, you can have the rights to Middle-earth, but you can't have any of the characters from Lord of the Rings. Oh, no way. So it's set like a couple of thousand years before, so there's no Gandalf and there's no Grima Wetton, <laughs> there's no Gimli or no Legolas. All you can say is, we're in Middle-earth. And that's it. And that's, that's it. Uh, 250 million pound please yeah my gosh isn't that completely nuts that's almost like they've they just got swept up in 
the excitement of commissioning shows. That doesn't make any business sense. It doesn't. All right. It doesn't. It's it's like when the um, the main record executive signs a band that he likes as opposed to yeah. a band that makes sense to sign. You know, like, <laughs> it, 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 it sounds like Jeff Bezos has gone. Oh, I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's two hundred fifty yeah. million dollars. Yeah. Go on, go fill your fill your boots. <laughs> yeah. How did that movie The Hobbit do? I don't know how it did financially. I mean, it got panned by critics, didn't it? Yeah. I'm not sure what it did financially. The time I was working uh, for the company that made it, like Universal was the, the I think it was it must have been Universal that made it because I was working for a company under them. And I got oh, an yeah. email on a Thursday afternoon <laughs> saying, um, uh, the next like 20 people to email back will get an exclusive screening in the Universal Studios executive screening room tonight Whoa. in in central london and i was just i just watched it go ping it came in i was like all right so i just clicked reply and it goes congratulations your ticket will be i was like nice what so i looked over at um a colleague i was like you want to go what are you doing tonight you want to go watch some movie in the screening room he goes yeah so we went in you know an hour to kill so we we had a <laughs> went to the pub had a couple yeah. of couple of beers and then walked over to the thing. Beep, it, welcome, come in, you know, up to the r- beautiful, like, private uh, executive cinema in an office building. It's unbelievable. Whoa. You go in and the first off they start, they do giveaway. Hey, who's in seat number seven? Congratulations, you've just got a, a full Blu-ray pack of, I don't know, whatever the series was. They're just giving stuff away. What the hell? I was like, oh, nice. And, uh... And then they go, it's the, you know, it was the Hobbit. It was the, it was the Hobbit movie, which I've yeah. got no interest in. But I thought <laughs> we'll see how this goes. I was, you know, I I'll just have all the free stuff, thanks. All the free stuff, and I don't know how long that movie is, but I say ten minutes in, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a big cinema, you know. It's a small cinema. So I fell asleep after 10 minutes into the film and I woke up with sort of 30 minutes to go. Oh man, I reckon you've had a good three-hour kip there, easily. It was a long, I think it must have been a long movie, but yeah, I just, I fell asleep. I I wasn't asked back for another, (laughs) another screening. I reckon there's a couple of people listening to this who would rather be in your position than, than you were at the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, oh God. my God. I had a quick Google. Um, I, I didn't think they did so well, those films. They, they each cost, out of the three films, they each cost between, with that sort of promotion and um, everything else, between 250 and 300 million pounds. The Hobbits? The Hobbits. And right. the first one grossed over a billion. What? The second two grossed over 950 million worldwide in the end. Oh. So the even though the scene is like you know, stinkers, they you know they made the company a fucking lot of money. Yeah, they made money. There you go. He might be bringing a pizza. That, no, he might be bringing a pizza. Grimmer, idiot. I'll get you a double burger if you just send him away. I genuinely don't know what's going on here. I think they've gone into a castle and Gandalf's managed to sneak his little cane in and now they're surrounded by guards. Is that right? 
Yeah, it's it's almost not not word for word, but it's pretty much like just um, a, an exact scene from the two towers. Oh, okay. But um, it maybe last double big. It's quite big. It sounds like a Brian Butterfield thing, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, Brian Butterfield. Double burger. Christmas pizza. Is it Christmas pizza? <laughs> Is that Brian Grandma, Butterfield? Grandma Butterfield's Christmas pizza. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, idiot. I'll get you a double burger if you just send him away. Okay, okay. Double burger. Says the Odin. Double burger. Why should I? Why should I welcome you, Gandalf Stormcrow? I thought he was called Gandalf Grey Goose or something. (laughs) Grey Goose. (laughs) What was he called? Gandalf Grey... He said Greyhane before. I'm I'm not that familiar with Grey Wolf or something? I don't know. All right. Gandalf Stormcrow. Great tax. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to Grimmer. Remember, a, a double burger. He sits back. A look of doubt comes to his face. Theoden. To Grimmer. Is that his real name? Stormcrow. There you go, Stu. Get your answer. Ah, just question, my liege. My liege. All hail Xanthia! Hail Xanthia! Oh, fire upon us all! He walks towards Gandalf. (laughs) Late is the hour in which this conjurer chooses to appear. Late spell, spell I name him. Our news is an ill guest. What the fuck? That's up pretty much word for word, that statement, you know. Fuck, someone wrote that. I used to drink in the pub that Tolkien used to drink in. Oh, whoa, in Oxford? Yeah. Off wow. of, um, I can't even look it up, but it's this big road, big wide road with parking either side, and it's got a bunch of pubs. One's called The Bear. It might be The Bear. Is it another one? Man, I used to live in Oxford, and there was dozens of incredible boozers, right? Oh, that bear. But you get people just going in there, just like on their own. We're quite rightly so, just sitting there mm. on their own, just going like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah man, this is what Tolkien used to do." And yeah, C.S. Lewis drank there as well. I've read about that place. Have you? I honestly didn't know you'd been there, but it, I mean, it was a proper little hangover for you know the the big fantasy writers. You probably like the dorks in the corner, they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, losers, oh, <laughs> <laughs> playing D and D. Oxford, <laughs> so, like, Oxford talking part wasn't the bear, was it? It was uh, Eagle and Child. Eagle oh, and Child. Yeah. It's on this big street. Um, yeah, St Giles. Bunch of co- bunch of colleges around. St Giles, big road. Yeah. Wow. It was nice. Oh man, I'd love to go there. That sounds great. Yeah, you can do a good pub crawl in Oxford. Ah, uh, yeah. Definitely right. Should do that. Oh man, that'd be great. When lockdown's over. Anyway, um, just to question my liege, blah, blah, blah. Be silent, says Gandalf. Keep your forked tongue behind your teeth. Behind you teeth. I have not... Behind your teeth. Behind your teeth. I have not passed through fire and death to bandy crooked words with a witless worm. He raises his staff against Grimmer. Grimmer, kill them. The hostile guards attack. Aragorn, Legolas, and King... <laughs> Ruined forever, Legolas. Legolas. Forever. Yeah, it's like I walk alone, <laughs> I walk alone. 
Once you've heard alone, yeah, yeah. Once you've heard it, you can't unhear it. I want to be adored by the Stone Roses. I, I asked uh, my auntie, what is adored? I thought adored as in a D-O-R-D. It was like a thick person. I want to ah, be adored. Adored. Yeah. Uh, Aragon. Right. Aragon, Lego Lass and Gimli take three positions. The guards line up in three queues before them. That's nice. Coming up one after Torda to get decked under the jaw and fall left and right. Gimli has a tough time at it. He keeps jumping and jumping, like on Call of Duty, when someone's shooting at you. He's jumping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop. He keeps jumping and jumping, trying to reach the guard's jaw. The guard is Gimli. Oh, he's a little fella. Okay. The guard finally gets tired of it and changes to Lego Lass's line. Like he's going through passport control. <laughs> it was always tough for the like, uh, odd job on Goldeneye because his head was always perfect height for the headshot, wasn't he? Oh, so yeah. So he, he always died dead easy, so he never went odd job on Goldeneye. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it was a hip fire. Yeah. The next guard in Gimli's queue smiles ob- obligingly. Obligingly? Yeah. Oblige him. What's that from? Blood, yeah. Danny, I got a Nazi who wants to die for his country. Oblige him. Oh, that sounds that familiar. What is it? <laughs> You're not going to tell me, are you? No. <laughs> Oblige him. Uh, Gandalf continues to approach Theoden. Inglorious bastard. There you go. Yes. Okay. And I want my scalps. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf continues to approach Theoden. Gamling tries to go forward, but Hammer holds him back. At this point, I'm just reading out words. <laughs> Someone's getting teabagged as well now, aren't they? Like, <laughs> squat up and down, like uh, <laughs> Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Prone. Theoden, son of Thengel. Too long have you <laughs> sat in the shadows? Theoden, you mean I... Need a suntan? I agree. I was thinking of taking a week off to Hawaii. Gets a dreamy look. Babes and bikinis and me surfing. Hearken to me, Gandalf says. I release you from the spell. Gestures with his hand. Theoden, menacingly, in Saruman's voice. Ha 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gandalf opens his eyes in surprise. You have no power here, Gandalf the Grey. Gandalf throws back his grey cloak, exuding blinding white light, which fades to reveal a multicoloured, spangled, shiny 80s disco style dress underneath. Yep. Theoden is thrown back against his seat. Gandalf. I'm no longer Gandalf the Grey. I'm Gandalf the Technicolor. Theoden. Ah! The end. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> well ah. done, Stu. I'd like to thank the author, but he's 
hasn't put his name on or her but it's definitely a he <laughs> it's definitely a he yeah. Yeah. 100% well done Stu thank you very good, very good. <laughs> This is King Theoden And now approaches Gandalf Saruman's controlling him Then Grima went on fucks off Awful. God awful. I enjoy listening to you read out those mm. ones, Stu. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you don't, but I do, so that's just the way it is. <laughs> Lord of the Rings fan fiction. Uh, Lord of the Rings 2. Mm. Lord oh, of the Rings 2. <laughs> Hotly anticipated, like uh, like another sneak peek at what's what's about to happen, like the Avatars 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. And I know, I, st- I haven't heard anything about them since you... Uh, schooled me in the uh, the upcoming Avatar um, movies. <laughs> I'm I'm struggling to think that anyone actually gives a shit about Avatar. You know, I think it's going to take Genuine. so long. It's going to be like irrelevant by the time they. Yeah, they're going to have spent so much money on it, and um, by the time it gets to the third or fourth, I I imagine it'll just be like the Matrix or something where people are like, oh, yeah, I'm, yo, I'm there's a Avatar two teaser trailer con- okay. concept okay <laughs> so it's footage from avatar yeah yeah with some, of, some of the shit yeah oh, on youtube i've uh, been sucked in by so many of them when it's a film i actually want to see and you go oh f- f- f. yeah right gone thanks uh, i've just opened up an email from you Stuart. yeah i've sent you a, a script with quite a good title i think my amazing, astonishing, corrugated time machine. Yeah. <laughs> Great name. By Timothy F. Betts. Mm-hmm. So I think like my last one that I said to you was fairly self-explanatory, given that it's a pre-existing material. Yeah. Anything can you tell me anything about this or shall I just jump This is in? a good little um this is a good little one. It's uh kids playing around, um and maybe uh playing around with a little time travel. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Got that Bill and Ted thing going on. All right. Okay, that's all <laughs> enough. Make sure I forget to put the crystals in. <laughs> okay. External. Porch. Day. Helen, 45, in a sleeveless denim button-down and plaid mom shorts, rings the doorbell. Trevor, 15, huffs the way teenage boys do in the company of their mother. <sighs> All day. (laughs) Helen, well, I wouldn't have to drag you along if I felt I could trust you. Trevor, what am I going to (laughs) do? Helen, believe me, Trevor, I've spent plenty of time worrying about what you're going to do while you're busy just doing it. (laughs) Teenagers are the worst, aren't they? (laughs) They are the absolute worst. Weren't we? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, 100%. Trevor, I can't wait till I'm older. Helen, me too, me too. Rachel, 42, opens the front door. The two ladies squeal and hug. <laughs> Trevor sighs. 
Rachel, uh, look at you. Love those shorts. Helen, $6. Can you believe that? <laughs> Rachel, my little fashionista. And is that Trevor? My lord, you're nearly a man. <laughs> Helen, they're growing up faster than us, sis. Faster than us. Rachel lets them into the living room. Rachel, you're telling me how to get Curtis three haircuts last month. Three? Boy sprouts like a cheer pet. <laughs> No, I don't think we did. I remember seeing him on Wayne's World. <laughs> Do you have like um Try a yogurt pot but, with crest seeds in? Yeah. <laughs> but they have like celebrity ones like um like a Bob Ross one with a big curly grass really? head sort of thing. Nice. Google it and I was like, Gary Rhodes ones were uh, going cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, there's a gain in Britney Spears one. Uh, well, she shaved her head, didn't she? So she, I think you get a ball of Britney Spears and then it sprouts all the hair out. Uh, oh, wow. That's quite bad taste, isn't it? Apparently she... Did you hear why she cut all her hair off? No. Remember when she cut all her hair off? Apparently it's through mm. a drug test. You know, like oh, kid yeah. custody or whatever. They take... Yeah, that's what I heard. Like, she shaved her head because they can do drug tests on you and... Figure out if you should have, yeah, apparently. Wow. Figure out if you have, if you should have custody of your kids. So she's like, oh, nope. Oh man, she just, God love her. She just went fucking apeshit, didn't she? So I did the most bizarre job of my life, right? Just working, doing my normal job. And I get a call saying, there's this special production going on. It's going to be about a year. Mm. They're using new cameras. I know you do sound. You want to go along and do this job I was like uh, yeah. yes so when a lot it wasn't with the with the company I was working for it was another company attached to them it was like a side thing but it was it was a very weird setup but it was a, it was almost a year of traveling the world and it was literally sitting wow. in a restaurant eating a dinner going well if this if this is true then we should probably go to Rwanda tomorrow Okay, and then we go there for a few weeks and go, um, well, I'd like to get home for Christmas, and then why don't we all meet up in Amman, in Jordan, and then, well, no, let's meet in LA and then go to Amman. It was just like the most bizarre trip I ever did. Anyway, um, the person I was working for, a person I traveled with for a year, who, whose show it was, yeah, he dated Britney Spears for a, pe- for a period of time. Was he K-fed? <laughs> no, it wasn't the dancer Kayford, no. Oh. But I know when I met him, he was dating Sharapova, oh, the, te- the tennis player. Yeah, yeah. And that was I mean, cool. That, that's That's got to be a handsome man. He's a, he's a good looking guy, yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> he doesn't look like Newman off of Seinfeld, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Newman. What's, who's the guy on... Parks and Rec, Jerry, who's got like this unbelievable wife and all his daughters are gorgeous. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you want to have lunch with us? Uh, No, I retrospectively accept your invitation. (laughs) Millicent Gergic, whatever her name is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they got his name wrong on the first day and he just didn't correct anyone. Yeah. Oh, I didn't want to offend anybody. Everyone just calls me Jerry. It's like Larry or Terry or something. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's Uh, so funny. It's good, isn't it? Anyway. Trevor looks around, beige couch, department store photos, eroding lazy boy, Americana. Helen, you remember your cousin Curtis, don't you? Trevor, 
Yeah, when he was a little baby. Rachel, well, why don't you go play for a little while? He'd love to play with his cousin. Besides, I've got a special concoction made so me and your mum can reminisce. Ooh. Trevor spies a pitcher of lemonade and a bottle of vodka on a dining room no. table. <laughs> They're getting on it. Breakfast of champions. <laughs> Liquid lunch. Right. Trevor, seriously? Helen leans in with a stern smile. Helen, remember, you owe me. Now go and play with your cousin. The ladies giggle their way to the dining room. <laughs> Trevor follows the muffled sound of a TV down the hallway into Curtis's room. Curtis, eight, sits transfixed on a loud yet crudely animated cartoon. His room is packed with dinosaur toys, board games and drawings. Trevor grabs the remote and flips through the channels. Ultimate weapon. Invert switchblade to jet mode. A fun factory. Let's have a Play-Doh party. Yeah. yeah. What you got for lunch? Sandwich. What kind? Warthog. Come on. No, really, see? Hey, why'd you change that? Trevor, because I'm not retarded. <laughs> Unsatisfied, he turns off the TV and flings the remote. Don't you get any good channels? Curtis, mmm... I guess not. I got some movies. Flying Squirrel Adventures 1, Flying Squirrel Adventures 2. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor going to no. that. No. <laughs> Trevor, no thanks, I'm good. Curtis, you're my cousin Trevor, right? I made this for you. Curtis gives him a rudimentary painting. What the hell is it? It's you coming over to visit me, look. <laughs> Trevor gives the painted stick figures a cock-eyed glance. Gee, thanks, Rorschach. Rorschach? What's that? Rorschach. That's a Rorschach test. You know, it's like ink. And it folded in on itself. It's oh, like, uh, what do you see? Oh, it's a butterfly. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, have you, you familiar with Watchmen? Oh, the Watchmen. I went, I actually went and saw that in the cinema. I thought it was really good. The movie? Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. It was, it was a little, what does it, um, uh, TV series now, HBO. I think it's HBO. So Rorschach was the main character in one of the main characters in Watchmen. And oh. there's a Watchmen TV series. It's really good. I recommend it. And it's like you've got the mask on and there's like the Rorschach like, ink on the mask and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> uh, So that that's who Curtis must be. <laughs> Thanks, Rorschach. Yeah. Uh, Trevor tosses it aside and digs through Curtis's stuff. Curtis, what are you looking for? Trevor, anything. Too bad you ain't got nothing. <laughs> he opens the closet door and sees a large cardboard box with a child's writing on it. Curtis rushes to shut the door. Trevor, whoa, 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 little man. What have you got in there? Curtis, nothing. Trevor, you didn't slam the door like it was nothing. Even with all Curtis's weight behind it, Trevor easily opens the door. He reaches in and pulls it out. This, this reminds me of that episode of The Sopranos where... Um, I rewatched Sopranos in lockdown, so it's all that's fresh in my mind, by the mm. way. Um, where Anthony Jr. is in his bedroom with his, his little cousin, whose mum was bumped off in the series. Or um, she bumped off? Oh no, she died in the series. And then um, and Anthony Jr., because he's bored with his younger cousins, plays Ouija board with them to try and speak to the mum. <laughs> oh no! It's awful. <laughs> oh no! They all start crying and then Tony Soprano bursts in and starts slapping um, AJ back into um, default settings. <laughs> default settings, yeah. We're in his vest. 
Yeah. I love it. Oh god, what a series. What a series. Oh mate. So good. Even now watching it twenty years later, it's so good. I watched a movie yeah. this week with with um Gandolfini in. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what it was? I rewatched Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, okay. You know that Bin Laden one? I was just feeling I was just reminiscent for the old days and thought I'd, I'd watch <laughs> I'd watch a raid in Abdabad. So I I rewatched that. that. I thought you were in the in the, the humour for at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was the, I went there after, but uh, that's a different story. Of course um, you did, Stu. Of course you did. But uh, no, that he was like the uh, the the director of the CIA and that Gandalfini. He was oh, a big man. Okay. And after that, I I looked at like he died three months after that movie oh. aired. Yeah, that was towards the end. It's a shame. That's really sad. He's very good in in the loop as well. Oh, so was, good, so good. That scene where he says to him, Malcolm Tucker, like you fucking English. Malcolm Tucker just goes, "Don't you ever call me fucking English." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, right? Great casting. What a character, oh, general. I've watched that about three times. I think I could watch it again. Mm. That's nice. That's tough talk coming from a fucking armchair general. Why don't you put your feet up on a poof and go back to sleep, why don't you? You know, Turkey, you might be a, a scary little poodle fucker back there in London, but here you're nothing. You know what you look like? Squeezed dick. Got a little blue vein running up the side of your head. See, that's where I put the bullet. But I have to stand back because you look like you'd be a squirter. Um, Trevor, a box? Curtis, put it back, it's not safe! Trevor, sure. the box isn't safe. No, it's not a box, it's a time machine. <laughs> Trevor, a time machine? Curtis, yeah, I, I made it. Trevor inspects the time machine, drawn on dials and screens. <laughs> a sitar is made out of a waist belt. The work of an imaginative eight-year-old boy. Trevor, <laughs> how does it work? <laughs> Curtis, well, you get in, close the box, and think about where you want to go. Trevor, mm, sounds complicated. <laughs> Curtis, that's why I put the computer in. Curtis points at a square with the word computer drawn on the side. <laughs> Trevor, well, that would do it, yeah. Trevor plops the box on the ground and puts one foot in. Curtis, no, 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 no! No! <laughs> Trevor, what, what? I thought you said it doesn't work. It does work. It just doesn't work, right? He puts another foot in which terrorises Curtis. I'm sorry, am I not supposed to do this? <laughs> Curtis, no, no, get out! What a punk. <laughs> it is a total punk, isn't it? Trevor, okay, okay, I'll get out. Right after this, Trevor ducks into the box, pulls over the flaps. With a quick sucking sound, the box disappears. <laughs> Whoa, it's real. Soldier. <laughs> Curtis, oh no, oh no. Black, Trevor giggles, oh no. Trevor mockingly, oh no, I'm travelling through time. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's just still in the box. Trevor opens the box flaps, gets out. He finds himself in external alley day. Next to piled up garbage and empty wooden pallets, he stands, catches his reflection in a broken window. Trevor's 30 years older. Whoa. Trevor, 
Holy crap! A homeless man in cliche future jumpsuit. <laughs> Filthy, of course, stumbles towards him. Retrofactory box. <laughs> Trevor. Oh no! Future homeless! Future homeless! Trevor jumps back in the boss, shuts it, and vanishes. Homeless man. Damn, I thought I was getting less crazy. <laughs> Why am I smoking? <laughs> Curtis's room day. The box reappears. Curtis pulls the flaps open. Trevor spills out looking 75 years old. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, What's going on? What's going on? What well, is- the... The time machine don't work right because you don't stay the same age. Oh, every year that, would... that every year that it moves back or forwards, I think it adds it on to your age. Oh man! So he's gone That's thirty years in the future machinery. and then thirty years back. Yeah, <laughs> it needs a few of the uh, kink signing out. <laughs> yeah, he needs to reprogram that computer. Yeah, it's just like if you go thirty years in the future. And you get 30 years older doing it. Why not just wait? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah just, just just hang. Right? <laughs> Enjoy life. Yeah. I watched a um, romantic pranker sort of a while ago. It was about this um, this couple with, like, I think they had, like, a say, an 8-year-old boy and, like, a 10, 11-year-old girl. And um, they pranked the kids that it was Christmas. So the kids went to bed. Oh, and uh, I think the video was called like Time Travel to Christmas or something like that. And so they put a Christmas tree up, <laughs> wrapped a load of presents, oh. set ev- every device in the house to like Christmas Day, <laughs> and then went into the bedroom to the kids and was like, Merry Christmas, wake up, it's Christmas. No. <laughs> and the kids get up all confused, they're like, what the hell's going on? And How long have you been asleep? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. So the daughter goes to all the devices and was like, whoa, what, what, what's going on? And the little boy's just made up. It's Christmas, like he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Bouncing around, and then um, they start opening up presents, and the presents are like, like old shoe boxes and like tissue boxes and stuff like that. Oh, it's just prop, prop presents. So at, at the beginning of the video, the parents are video themselves going, "Okay, so we're gonna prank our kids. I hope they don't get mad when they find out it's not really Christmas." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck do you expect to happen?" Yeah, proper. Oh, that's so bad. Were they like millennial parents? Oh, 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Hi, guys. They spend more time talking to YouTube than they do the kids. Yeah, definitely. Uh, It's like they're all about YouTube hits, like at at the expense (laughs) of the kids' sanity. You can't fuck with a kid's Christmas um, for for views on YouTube. (laughs) For your YouTube channel. Fuck, you know, I stumbled across this YouTube channel this week. Um... Mm. I was go- I was YouTubing something, I can't remember what it was, but they must have talked about it. It's the worst YouTube channel you could imagine. It's two people from Scotland, like they're married, I guess. He's mm. substantially older than she is. Right. Um, but both of them are, they're big. They're real big, like... I, I'm, mm. I'm surprised they leave the house big. Wow. But they do. They do. And they have done multiple videos every day. 
for the last few years. Maybe six, seven, eight years. Whoa. And they ain't getting any more hits than they used to get. Like, every video's got like 30, 40 views or something. But it's something I'm thinking about subscribing. <laughs> what are the videos just, what are they doing? Fuck all. All right. <laughs> just brought the shopping back. And uh, it's just, it's like, it's it tickles that same part of the brain as like when you're clicking through the TV and you see like my 600 pound life. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, oh my God. I don't know. Look. This has been a long-running thing, and I I don't like I don't enjoy watching that shit. But I would much rather watch. I'd much much rather view down. Like I would prefer to watch <laughs> a six hundred pound person try and wash themselves with a toilet brush. Safe <laughs> than some some eighteen-year-old Instagram millionaire. Going, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, bought yeah. another Lambo. I want to view down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It makes I'm, I'm with you. me feel better. Yeah, yeah. That's I only so want to watch eighteen-year-old millionaire Instagram people when they're getting fire-fested all over the place. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or you, this Instagram influencer had bought a new Lambo you won't believe what happened and he just wrecks it and like a yeah, fireball yeah, yeah. or something I don't know I've watched that <laughs> there you go brilliant, uh, man. brilliant okay yeah I, I know what you mean man that's fucking ridiculous I um, I honestly think Instagram like was once upon a time a lovely thing where mm. people shared pictures where they went out walking people shared pictures of their yeah. dogs I just think now it's a disease isn't <laughs> it it's or it's awful it's marketing it's awful. influence shit it's just making people feel bad about their lives because they go oh look at that nice life over there mine's not as good as that one when i was doing my after that social net was it the social discord um on netflix you watch that that like oh, uh, I've, I've had it recommended to me a couple of oh, times man. Well, I'm, I'm doing it i'm recommending it again like as wow. soon as I as soon as I finished with it, I was like, right, which one of them am I leaving right now? It was Instagram. I no. left it. I left Instagram like then. Nice. The C- CEOs from these tech companies were, you know, sort of tech officers and people desi- who were paid to come up with this shit were going like, mm. oh, so you let your kids use? No. <laughs> Are you insane? I wouldn't oh let my, my children play on this poison. And like, um, the one guy goes, "I was, I was, I was uh, the head of making this more addictive. Like, I was the one. Oh shit! Designing this stuff so people would put in more hours using it. And then when I got home, I was not immune. I couldn't stop using it. He was like, "It's so oh. bad." <laughs> Yeah. That's like McDonald's make, getting the perfect balance between salt, sugar, and fat. It's the way you want to keep eating it. And then yeah. kids just go, oh, yeah, make, give them toys as well. It's just it's the same yeah. principle, isn't it? Really is. Rewards. Oh, yeah. my God. I know. I came off um, all forms of social media apart from WhatsApp. Um, like, it's now really? March. I came off them last July. Um, nice. Just for my own sanity, I thought... 
I was getting really, I spent a long time getting really wound up on Facebook over politics. Mm. I, I started tweeting angrily on Twitter and um, Instagram. I, I was never really done into Instagram anyway, to be fair. And I thought, okay, I'm going to see how long I can last. Yeah. And I, I, God's honest truth, I haven't missed it. The Did only really, honestly, I haven't missed any of it. Um, so I need, I need to watch that actually. I don't get any um, advertising suggestions on my phone. You may, you should buy this at all whatsoever. So I think that's nice. obviously all coming from social media. The only social media I use is Twitter for this podcast and um, and Reddit because Reddit's a, a great laugh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh man, yeah, it is. It's great. But no, that's good. Good for you, man. That's really good. That's really good. It was I'm an experiment. De- I'm definitely and- cutting back. I, I removed some apps from, like, the Facebook only gets looked at. I only am on the Facebook because of like the motorcycle group. You know, the sh- like the shit I'm interested yeah. in. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and that doesn't happen on the phone. That happens on the computer. Like, I don't have the app on the phone anymore for that. So I'm, trim- I'm trimming back where I can. But it's uh, it's healthy, and you, you, you have conversations with people face to face and stuff. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we are now, Stu, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, time machine. Um, 75-year-old Trevor turns up. Mm. Trevor. Ah! Curtis. Ah! <laughs> Trevor. Ah! <laughs> they pause, uh. alarmed by each other's terror. Then, Trevor and Curtis. Ah! <laughs> Trevor. Curtis, it's me. <laughs> Curtis, me who? Trevor. <laughs> it's I'm not doing that out. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Curtis, you look really old. Trevor, I know. <laughs> Curtis, no, like really, really old. Trevor, I know. Curtis, no, like really, really, really old. <laughs> Curtis grabs a toy minute and shows Trevor his septuagenarian face Trevor why am I old (laughs) Curtis I don't know how far into the future did you go Trevor I'm not sure why Curtis because the machine makes you old like old as you go and even older on the way back Trevor why would anyone make a time machine like that (laughs) (laughs) why would you do that (laughs) why (laughs) why Uh. Curtis Sorry, how does your time machine work? <laughs> anyway, I told you not to go in here. Trevor, you said it didn't work. <laughs> Curtis, I said it didn't work right. Rachel, off screen. Boys, what's going on in there? <clears throat> Helen, off screen. Yeah, why all the screaming? She had used to screaming dead loud. She did, yeah. <laughs> Trevor, what are we going to do? <laughs> Curtis, I've got an idea. Curtis takes three quick breaths, leaps in the box, and disappears. Internal Curtis's room earlier. Curtis leans against the closet door. 15-year-old Trevor holds the doorknob. Trevor, you didn't slam the door like it was nothing. Okay, so they've gone back in time. Ah, right. Even with all Curtis's weight behind it, Trevor easily opens the door. A second Curtis jumps out, kicks Trevor, square in the twig and berries, <laughs> back in the closet. Right in the cubes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Curtis is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Internal Curtis's room present. The box reappears. Curtis spills out. He hears a commotion in the hallway. 
Trevor is led out by Helen with a bag of frozen veggies on his crotch. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel follows with apologies. Trevor, little punk. Rachel, I don't know what got into him. Keep the frozen peas. Curtis's room. Curtis leans against the wall and exiles. He glares at the machine. I just can't figure you out. It's going to take top men. He leans at the box, puts it to the back of his large closet, next to the board games, chemistry sets, and other childhood figures. Curtis, hmm, top men. <laughs> Fade out. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Top men. It's going to take top men. Mm. <laughs> top men. <laughs> top men. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that was a great script. There's loads of fun. And I I'm not sure what happened to the what happened to the old Travis. That his name, Trevor. I, that never played out. So he was trying to get in the wardrobe door to have a ride in the time machine. Oh, he jumped out, kicked him. But in he the went back, and then... kicked him in the balls, and he never went thirty years into the future. Ah, nice. And then he just disappeared back into the time machine, and then off, off he popped. I guess into a different. Um, yeah. Parallel reality with the old Curtis, maybe. Kill I guess dude, by whatever. doing that, that Curtis sacrificed himself because he would cease to exist, right? Yeah. By kicking yeah. Trevor in the nuts the minute he did that, he would have faded into nothing. That rea- Or we will have gone back in the time machine to that other reality where there was the old dude. Oh. There's, there's all these principles of time travel where it's like, do you actually travel along the same line or do you travel into a different parallel line and you just mess with that one? Oh, right. Right. You know, and I, and like, you know, obviously none of it's real, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but, but people argue about this shit. Well, yeah, the closest, the, the most interesting thing I got, like, when I was doing physics and they're talking about the sun and the speed of light and everything, you know, if the sun explodes, it would take... I, God, I can't even remember. Like eight minutes before you on Earth would see it explode. Because it took right, yeah. eight minutes for the light to travel. Like if you could get somewhere quicker than the speed of light, then you're somewhere before something's happened. Like if you were on right. the sun and it exploded and then you managed to get to Earth instantaneously, <laughs> you know, then you'd be like, hey, in eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, shut up. No! <laughs> look! Look! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> to jump back and kick people in the balls just so they realise. Yeah. But then, as man. everybody knows, if you travel fast and as close to the speed of light, you, you get infinite mass and it's, you know, it's impossible. So. Yeah, there we go. Oh, man, I have no idea what you're saying. Sorry. Fun, fun, fun. Infinite mass sounds like a good name for that YouTube channel you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very good. So you um, are you back in work now? Uh, down at the whiskey, the whiskey factory again? No, no. I've him. Um, I'm in a sound stage, building a new a new set and stuff like that. Okay. So I took a week off. Took a week off work because I was um, moved house, moved to a new location. Which oh, is nice. Quite, quite good. Um, and then, but I'm back in work now. But I'm still working on the same production. Nice. Um, but there's a lot of like, we, we did it. Um, an outdoor set recently and there's a lot of sneaky people taking pictures of it and posting them online which is really naughty yeah it's quite people naughty. who worked on the on the no sh- 
Okay, okay. There was crowds and crowds of people because he knew it was there. I mean, it was all open and people were walking through it and it was in the news and stuff, um, the set. Right, right, right. But then they closed it all off and went to shoot it and people were like reaching cameras over bridges and long lenses and taking photos and stuff, yeah. Do you ever get like you're doing something and then someone will fly a drone over or something? You ever get that? I've not seen it. I'm sure it happens. Right. Um, but again, and like I say, it's quite rare that I'm on set when they're actually shooting because I'm building right. them and I'm usually a couple of weeks ahead sort of thing. Um, so it's not all that common for me to be around the casting crew. What happens to all the timber once it's all done? Do you go and rip them down again? I've worked for a lot of... Oh, yeah, you, we rip the sets down and if it's going again for the second series, you just take the flat just the walls down and all that and put them into storage. Um, oh, right, if it's right, a, right. If it's a... Yeah. If it's a dead set, it gets scrapped or they might use some of the bits. If it's like a period thing, they might reuse the floor and, and some of the windows on a different set and just paint them different and stuff like that. Um, but it's criminal, actually. The, this production is quite good with... Um, with using a lot of the waste for different sets and, right. and reusing it and stripping it down. I've worked for other productions where it's criminal how much of it gets binned. It's crazy. Do you, do you just like say to anyone, anyone needs some 18 mil ply, go help yourself or, you know, what it like? It's, <laughs> yeah. It's happened loads that, you know, genuinely. Because yeah. a lot of it's just going into a big skip. Right. But um, it's surprising how much of it you, you can use again. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of that does happen, you know. Cool. All right. Save the waste. That's great. That's great. What am I doing this week? Uh, nothing really. The summer's sort of opening up. We've got a few jobs now. We're actually here. In the UK now, lockdown is um, it's not over, but we have a there's a route out of lockdown, as they say. Right. So yeah. they keep telling us these are <laughs> these dates are just examples. You know, June first, <laughs> July, whatever. <laughs> And uh, don't put them in your calendar yet. They might not. Everyone's booking holidays after. You oh, know. no way. I have to tell you, no the, road, the roads are so busy now. And I'm seeing people out, like big groups of people. And in people's heads oh. around here, like it's over, which is dangerous. But for yeah. us, um, we're, we're starting to, you know, get a few. Oh, we might cover this job in the summer. We might do this. We might do this. So... There's yeah, some, they're planning. They've got a plan, haven't they? Yeah, exactly, exactly. President Biden is coming uh, coming over to the UK uh, this wow. summer. Wow. And um, no way. is it the Euro? Is it Euro football this year? The Euros. It's supposed to be, yeah. However, the backup plan is if Europe is still the mess that it's in with the vaccinations and the the all the bullshit, they're going to hold the Euros in the UK. So that's another, that's another. I know that's the backup plan. So they're working on that. Oh well. shit! That's insane. Yeah, man. Yeah, and the Olympics going ahead in Japan, and there's a bunch of stuff yeah. happening this year. Um, that's so, crazy. You you probably get to find out about a lot of news before it's actual news, don't you? Yeah, and I'm always you know stuff like presidential movements. You know, you don't yeah. just talk about that stuff unless it's in the news already. I looked it up. It's like. You know, so oh, like, yeah, you wouldn't say it unless it was common knowledge already. Yeah, like. yeah not for publication. Do, <laughs> yeah, okay. You wouldn't talk about presidential movements unless it was on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because who's listening to this? 
<laughs> I've done that before with um, speaking about sets I'm working on, which is less important than presidential movements, God. But and then I've had to like hold myself back because mm. you just don't talk about stuff you're working. You just don't say it out into the open or you right. don't share photographs. But a lot of the stuff I'm working on, it's it's um, like this this one particular set I was just talking about. I feel even weird talking about it because it's just career suicide. Yeah, yeah. Like hundreds and hundreds of people have been walking past it daily seeing it you know so and then there's, there's people like taking pictures of it and they're allowed to really gen- right. you know it's only when then they, they put the sign writing on it and close it all down and stuff and dress it when you know people don't get to see it but loads of people know that this set exists but i still feel a bit like closed up talking about it right. it's weird yeah, you, know? absolutely. you must get the same pang of that you know yeah mm. absolutely you've got to be super careful with the with the social media and everything you know because um yeah it can you know, you say the wrong thing at the wrong time. You've seen it happen. Yeah. It can kill you. Oh, yeah. People just disappear. People <laughs> yeah, disappear. God. <laughs> Bye. All right, I'm, I'm going to disappear. Yeah, me too, man. I've been playing Civilization Six again, um, so I'm yes. getting right back into that. So nice. I'm out of here. I've got my Xbox fired up again, actually. It's been a while, but Call, 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 call of Duty Cold War. Uh, oh, nice. A little bit of that, a little bit of that. Oh. <laughs> boss anyway right. man loads of fun take care see, see you soon bye bye It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.